Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Akeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Jacob, I just want to say that um, this weekend I went on a little getaway, hung out with Andrew and Wade. Shout out to them both. Uh, we went to Rock Hill and ran into some old friends, old college friends. And I was amazed at how many people say that they actually listen to the podcast and like it gets them through work. It was crazy, man. Like, quoting specific episodes. I want to know, like, I saw, like, Lithuania. Mm -hmm. Somebody in Lithuania (laughs) was listening. I'd like to know that demographic. I'm very, dude, I'm very humbled. You know, when you actually get to hear people actually talk about our stuff. Yeah. Very good to hear. And shout out to everybody. Shout out to uh, Minnesota License Plate 2, the band, the local band in Rock Hill. Uh, All my friends, friends with all those guys. And they performed for... I mean, dude, it looked like 600 people. It was a, it was a lot of fun, and it was good to be back, back it's in Rock Hill. Big, it's a pretty big crowd for being a local. Yeah, yeah, it was a blast. I don't, I don't actually know. Some people are going to be there, going to be like, "Wasn't 600?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, I have no sense of space, but it was packed." It was, I mean, do they play a lot? Like, yeah, do they yeah. Travel anywhere because the the park and Travelers Rest does a lot of of music venues. I will talk to them about it. They do, which they do some like just random bands, and then they do themed stuff too. Like I know for like four weeks this summer, they'll do like seventies, eighties, nineties, right, two thousands, and then modern. That's dope. like cover music. Um, what kind of what kind of band do they like? What kind they of do, do they like do? a lot. It's just a, like some rock. A lot. They did um, oh, what's that one song? It starts with an S. The 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 ah the. I don't practice. Oh, Santeria. Yeah. Santeria. Santeria. Thank you. By Sublime. Yeah. God, okay. I had a brain fart. Yeah. They, um, I, yeah. They would definitely. So they did like, but they also have a lot of original songs as well. But that's just a song that I know that they've performed a lot in the past whenever I see them. And they they sound tight, man. Spot yeah. on. But it was great. It was great. Yeah. And thank you to everybody who listens again. Because it was really cool to hear people talk about it. Yeah, it is. I, like, I was shocked. That when when I looked like when we we kind of revamped Instagram and started using it again, mm-hmm. um, I was shocked that some like so many people that popped up that said that you like had fo- also followed you. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hakeem's bringing in the, the audience, I guess. <laughs> I'm just you know, I want to see us grow, and it only grows if you guys share us. That's right. And if you're listening, I know we have my my little plug somewhere yeah. in the middle of this. But really, <laughs> if you are listening, just ride right in your slide your finger. Left to right and five star in on iTunes helps. Um, I think we finally got enough reviews where now we do have an actual rating on iTunes. Oh, we got some reviews yeah. now. Dude. Well, there's no reviews. It's just like the little stars. The stars. So there's no like actual. We got like, people words. ranking us. Yeah, people that's are what ranking matters. Us. Um, so yeah, that's if, if you're on there, that will help us a bunch. Yeah, because the bigger we get on there, the more stuff we can do and the more creative we can be. Yes, and hopefully, and if you're a local business sponsor, that's us, right, dude. We have we have some fans. We'll see. Maybe one day we'll get a local sponsor. Yeah. I'm putting that in there. We'll be like Ricky Bobby at the end of the movie when he's recording all the all the sponsors. If you don't like Big Red, then fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so today we're gonna be talking about uh, Khalid's album. Yes. Uh, before we get into that, though, we're gonna talk about the what you know. Uh, now we're back to the the useless facts this week. So what was your fact this week? <laughs> there's there's no scientific proof of this. It's just a fun fact that I saw. And it says men are six times more likely to be struck by lightning than women. I can see that. Because, because they do more outdoor jobs and shit? <laughs> no. No. Why? No, stop it. Get some help. 
I thought you were going to come with the right argument. <laughs> what you said was just sexist. My- <laughs> we work harder. <laughs> I was going to say, not what to mean. the point that I thought you were going to say was predominantly men are taller and uh, lightning strikes the tallest object. That was smart. That's where you could have went with that. That was smart. I just went the sexist pig route. Yes. No, I I just figure like you're not going to subscribe, Amy Schumer. <laughs> I was just thinking about like you know, there's not a lot of female lumberjacks out there That's or true. female tree cutters and stuff. You know, just more outdoor jobs. Yeah, either one. Okay, or both. Uh, mine was that the Boeing seven forty seven's wingspan was is further than the Wright brothers' first flight. That's crazy. Oh, that was a good fact, dude. Fucking boring. Hey. Next. <laughs> okay, I'll go with my first one, but I changed it because I already made a condom joke like three episodes ago. Oh. But there <laughs> is a condom brand called Ramsey's, and Randy, Ramsey's condom brand is named after him. He was a pharaoh in Egypt. Yeah. And he fathered 160 kids. That's why they named him. That's a lot of work. He had, he literally had like a country though that he, like he owned Egypt at some yeah. point. You know, he could father three million kids probably. No. Shout out to so, Ramsey. So I was just trying to tone it down a little and maybe do <laughs> no. something for the kids. No, please, no, please don't tone it down here. Let's not, Uh-oh. this is not the place to tone down. We tone up. I don't want to keep on Turn saying, I got to find new material is what I'm saying. I can't just keep making dick and balls jokes. If anybody's keeping a running count of the dick and balls joke on jokes on HLH, please let us know. Congratulations. You played. <laughs> That's how we feel if you keep a running tab on the dick and balls joke. Because they're going to keep coming. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, so... No other useless facts? No, not really. But no. Let's, let's, let's get into Khalid a little bit. Um, Absolutely. What did you think of it just before we get into like the specifics? Was it better or worse than the first album? I'm going to be completely and totally honest with everybody on the podcast and Jake included. I have never cared about Khalid as an artist. He has existed. And um, I know that American Teen got a lot of hype when it came out. But uh, he just wasn't... Someone that I gravitated to. Uh, so, I did go back and listen to a couple of songs off American Teenager, or American Teen, and um, I would say that this album overall sounds a lot better than a lot. There's a the lot budget, of growth. The budget's bigger. Yeah. I think part of the reason American Teen was so successful, and it is good, we're not to say that it <coughs> wasn't mastered well or, or the vocals were bad. Mm-hmm. Um, what was really so impressive about that album was that he was like 19. seventeen. Yeah, well, I think he was nineteen. He's, no, no, no. Well, he, he was just seventeen when he 20. was writing it. Yeah, he just turned twenty now. Yeah, but he was, I think, like eighteen or nineteen when American yeah. Teen came out. Yeah, I think it was eighteen. Yeah, because it he came out. Some, well, some of the songs came out in twenty sixteen. Yeah, and he has some um, pretty big features and cosigns from that album. He toured with Travis for Birds. Right. Um, and he has some pretty big hits on that album. He didn't only had features, but he had co-signs. I mean, touring with Travis is crazy. I need a uh, I need a conspiracy theory button because I agree with you that touring with Travis is crazy. However, he is signed to to RCA Records, right. which is owned by Sony. He's gotten a lot of big looks in a short amount of time. I feel like. Yeah, oh, I mean, money talks. Money talks. So maybe is, I will say this: he is talented because I saw him on the Birds tour. And I felt is he good live? He's very good live. He's really is almost the same as he is on the radio. I was gonna say industry plant, but 
I mean, he's. I think he's pretty talented. Um, no, no, no. Let's be clear. Because somebody's an industry plant doesn't mean they can't be talented. It just means that they were given the uh, starter pack. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean? It's like you're giving the cheat codes for the game a little bit. Yeah, but we got to look. He's not a rapper. We can't no. look at him like you didn't grind it. Pop's, Pop's different. That's what Pop yeah. is. Most Pop is you got the starter pack. Yeah. Um, but I think that's why he was so impressive was someone that young putting out that caliber of music. Right. Was pretty impressive, regardless of if you have. That's still a, that's a, a volatile age. Yeah, to be that together. Um, I mean, he had two big hits on that. Location was on that one, and Young Dumb and Broke was on that album. And let's not let's well let's just say like he's also there are multiple writers for yes. his for his album. So you know it's not all him, but it's uh you're you're right. I think the the passion in his voice is his voice is really mature for his age. Uh, however, I will say the subject matter. It definitely fits. I can tell the demographic he's trying to target. You yeah. know, very much speaking to uh, teens. Yeah, he's maybe he's still early twenties. Teens, yeah, 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 for sure. Also, I will say on both albums, I didn't see anything that was overly personal to Khalid, other than maybe one or two songs towards the end yeah, of well, this even, album. Even the um, the first album really wasn't that way. Like, you no. know, Dumb and Broke was just talking about. Like the the times he enjoyed with this girl because uh, they were just young, dumb, and broke. Right. He's a very personable artist. Like he's very easy to relate to, but and he does that well without actually being personable. I think Drake is kind of like that too. Right. He, he's very easy to relate to music wise, but we don't really know who they are as a person, and that may just be ignorance because I'm not as subscribed into that scene as we are with with rappers. Yeah, I think also no, you're absolutely right about him making songs that are. Not personable, but still being personal. For me, I think Drake does a little bit better because I identify with Drake's shtick more than Khalid's. Yeah, Khalid's is a little bit. I feel a little old when I listen when I'm listening to Khalid, and that's not because I don't uh, like the songs. I just feel that they're very much like summer break. Like spring break kind of songs. Yeah, which you know? he is. I mean, he's a, a pop superstar at this right. point now. Um, so he I mean, was on is, the Black Panther album. Yeah. And that is what he's going for. When I when I saw the track list, I was like, man, there's no rap features. Yeah. And then I had to remember, like, just because some rappers co-signed for him, that may not be really who he's identifying no. with. Because at the Birds concert, mm-hmm. I knew who Khalid was because I knew location. Right. But I was like, this is not the same demographic. And I will tell you, people were like not in the Khalid performance until he played Location, and then everybody got up and sang along. Um, so, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to grasp, because, I, I mean, we just talked about the albums. I can't yeah. I can't go into, like, I can't just go follow this man and learn everything about him. Because, no. I mean, this, this person and this type of music, they're doing interviews on Ellen. So I, I don't tune into Ellen. I mean, yeah. obviously, if, if a rapper was on Ellen, I'd be like, okay, cool. Let's I'll actually watch Ellen. Yeah, like I've seen, or you'll watch a clip on YouTube later. Yeah, so he, he's not really, and he's like what you were saying, Drake is easier sort of to relate to and see, which we we subscribe to other people who talk about Drake and mm-hmm. their relationship with Drake is important to their career, whereas I don't think we see any of that like residual stuff with Khalid. Right, right. I think. I think Khalid sounded a lot like Black on this album, more so than the first album. On the first album, I felt like he had more of a sound right. that was his own. It was a little bit raw. Well, who, I, who came out first? Was Black out first? I'm not 100% sure, and I'm not saying that they're biting each other's style. 
let's see. So we go back to... I mean, that was his first album. In 2016. Right. So they were around the same time. Yeah. Around the same exact time, pretty much. I, I would say maybe the vocal inflections are just the, similar. The vocals are the same. I think the beat change, like the beat picks are different. Like, obviously Absolutely. Black leans more towards the hip-hop aesthetic. And Black's very nocturnal in his music. He also can, I think he would rap, whereas Khalid is definitely more yeah, R&B, R&B pop. Khalid is one, one Yeah, one R&B lane, pop. One lane. Right. Which makes for a good, he makes a good pop album, but it's not... It's not something to me that has a lot of substance. That's something that I want to play over and over again. Yeah, and that's just that's part of the pop genre too. Sure, sure. So I guess it does its job as a really good pop. I didn't song. skip a, a song all time every time I listened to it, and I probably mm-hmm. listened to it six times. But but did you ever feel that the album was a little too samey? Like, oh yeah, could you even tell at some point like which which song started and when another one ended? Uh, yes, because there was. Only a few tracks, and it was the tracks that I had heard previous to the album. Okay. Um, I didn't listen to anything previous to the um, album either. Better, I think, was out before the... Um, man. Is that you? The, I don't know, but the Phibbies are listening to us. I think that's... How about y'all investigate Russia collusion <laughs> and not worry about our phones going yeah. on? Uh, but no, there were a few few songs that were out before the album that I had heard just off the radio, and I mean, I, I after seeing Khalid, after I see an artist live, I mm-hmm. kind of appreciate what they're doing a little more. Right. So that's why, like, I'll you'll watch in. out for it more. Right. I became a Kid Cudi fan because I went and saw Kid Cudi live. Oh. Yeah. So that was the only really differentiation, and then obviously when you hear a feature, because I did take notice when I opened it, because like most rap fans. The first thing we look at in an album is our features. Yeah. Because we're like, oh, is our favorite rapper on there? Exactly. Um, so I, I scrolled through it first and saw there were two features. So that kind of broke it up for me. But other than that, the John only Mayer's other... John Mayer's even wasn't that mem- memorable. John Mayer. Hey, take it easy, dude. Oh, are we going to have a, a ghost face moment? <laughs> <laughs> no, n- not respect, for John Mayer. He's I, respect, a piece of I respect both, but I like... Ghostface. Now, John Mayer makes music about love and like wanting to be held, and he cheats on all his girls. <laughs> all right. Women keep the, falling. The for only it. other like split up in the album where I like noticed a, a change mm-hmm. was track sixteen. That was okay. by far the best Evan. track on the album to me. Can we can we play a little? Let's yeah. play a little snippet. Just of go that. to the middle. Okay. Sorry, guys. It's too loud. It was just like very big band sounding. Yeah, like there's just a epic. lot of music. Yeah, epic is a, good, is a good word. There's a lot of orchestration that went into that. I will say I liked the use of guitars on this album. Um, the beats in general were very were very poppy and light. Yeah, it, it it I think it adds to that light vibe because yeah. like he's I, I mean he's he plays a very acoustic show too now I don't know what they are like now because he does have probably a bigger bag so he can yeah. do a little bit more with the performance I think but this album is is being well received it as is. well um, but I, I think like when I saw him it was just he was out there with a guitar and he had a DJ playing the he beat plays his, he plays guitar I'm pretty positive he does that's awesome um, but it's just a very acoustic sound. When you see him live, I don't know if that's changed. Or Frank Ocean changed. kind of did that in the beginning as well yeah. with certain songs. Well, that's uh, why, that's I why did he have, would never perform without a feature, rarely. Yeah. Because he said that this wasn't his different performance. Show. 
I did have different. I did have a bit of um, a nostalgia, nostalgia ultra vibe on this album. Yeah, just very light sounding. It was that. It was even Khalid's voice at times. I think he is in that Frank Ocean lane. Well, and I think too. How can you not be a, a artist in this arena and not be a fan of Frank Ocean? You yeah, have, you know he's got to be motivated and inspired by Frank Ocean. I I definitely could hear some Frank Ocean in him, and that's a that's a big compliment. You know, as uh, I don't I don't want to say he's biting. Even when I say he sounds like Black, I I love Black's vocals. I enjoy Khalid's vocals. What I will say about Black and Frank Ocean though, that they do have over Khalid is age and experience, which yeah. in turn leads to uh, more passionate songs. Yeah, And I mean, for R&B and soul... I mean, definitely, I, I don't know so much about Black, but definitely Frank Ocean. Yeah. For sure. Because when you get to Black, like we talked about earlier, it's kind of like apples oranges. I like Black's first album a lot. Oh, yeah. Black's first album, and there were... There were it was that more had, so like... That was one with problems. That was one with yeah. the hit, like the, the breakout hits on there. Absolutely. It was more so a it was more so like a trap trap ballad album, yeah. you know? That one was definitely more trap, but this is this is what I was sort of thinking about. I was thinking to myself like, okay, we I, we can't really like how when we talk about rap, we like compare like every relevant rap. Like we talk about Drake a lot, we talk right. about Kanye a lot, we talked about X a lot like in comparing them to other rappers. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself like, who who would I compare Khalid to? And mm-hmm. I was like, I do really like this album. What would I listen to this over? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, like, all right, other people in it, like, I don't want to say Bryson Tiller because he's kind of rap lame. Yeah. But, like, the male singers that are out, I would listen to Khalid over pretty much all of them but, but The weekend. Like, I feel if I had to choose. That's a big compliment. Like, like I'm talking about, like, in the in the music that's out right now. Yeah. I would choose The weekend over Khalid, but that's it. Wow. I would definitely listen to. Um, I didn't. In, I would say this album is better than Black's last album. Yes. Uh, I sure. I enjoyed this one more, but that's not saying much because I I didn't really. There was nothing on the last Black album that I enjoyed from it. You know, I don't know why it just didn't hook to me. It yeah, didn't it speak to me as much as the I first think because we liked how dark the first album was. Yeah. And the the sec the follow up wasn't like that. Yeah. This album, I think, in the in proper context, is a lot of fun. It sounds good in your car. Oh, it's definitely going to be summer hits. Like this, yeah. This album is going to be released very, at least to the radio. You notice very it's well. clean too. The whole yeah. album, look, nothing. Yeah. It's not explicit. So they're going to release these throughout the summer, and they're going to keep this album relevant through For, through the warm times. Yes, absolutely. Before winter comes, and then when winter comes, bam, new black album. <laughs> we'll see. Or the what a time to be alive too. Oh man, be a be, there's a rumor that that's coming out. Do you think it yeah. would come out? I don't care. You don't care? No. Did you like you like what a time though? It's all right. I heard it once. Really, only one time? No, I'm saying like I heard it once. I don't like. Oh, you don't want to hear the club? Just again. like watch the throne two doesn't really appeal to me that much because I heard it once. Yeah, it was cool yeah. when I heard it the first time. And let's be honest, none. There's not really a high profile collab album that's lived up to the hype. No, not really. The one that lives up to the hype, because there was no hype around it, was Twenty One Savage and uh, Offset. Yeah. Um, that why do I always forget the name of um, it? I forget it too. It's the one that came out on Halloween with a dog on the. Front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> oh god. Um, yeah, no collab albums. Yeah. To... Yeah. 
live up to that name. No, not at all. I figured. Uh, thank you, Siri. Our artificial intelligence, right after the feedback? Right after. No, I actually, we're, I was hitting the... We're wise to you, Donald. <laughs> um, no, I mean, Khalid's going to be a good summer album, for sure. Absolutely. What were some of your favorite tracks on it? Better, uh, which that was that was a single, I'm pretty sure. Without Warning was the album. Fuck, that, thank you. Without um, Warning. Heaven, obviously, we already talked about that one. The, the outro was pretty good, and the intro. The intro was very good, too. It was a mm-hmm. slow ease into the album. Yes. Um, which I, I don't know what to expect in pop intros. Like with rap, you know, like it's either gonna be. I I didn't. I wanna I wanna say though, dude. This is under R and B and soul. Yeah. That's what's weird about it. Uh, well, I mean, look at the look at the number one single right now is Billy Ray and Lil Nas X. I yeah. don't think genres are really respected yeah. too yeah, much. Yeah, don't remind me about that. I mean, seriously, uh-huh. genres aren't respected really anymore because they remember they were, they labeled X's uh, question mark as pop. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's whatever the record label decides to put it out as. I get that. I get that. Also, American Teen was released when he was 17 years old. That's crazy. Yeah, 17. 17. Now he's 20. The more, I mean, we're all about three years older, you know. I wouldn't. I'm I mean, that's, what, what were you doing when you were 17? Dude, I was, I was writing the book. Yeah. Like, Yeah. That's insane. I know. I wasn't a fucking pop star. That's for sure. Not one now. Oh, I mean, I watched a video when he was like first coming up, and he wasn't really like he was nobody. Yeah, when yeah. This came out. Yeah. A lot of people listening to the album, which I get is a is a, a lot good of people song. on mine too. I think three or four. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite songs off of this though were uh, "My Bad," "Talk." Um, out of my head. No, I'm sorry, not out of my head. Free Spirit, 21, and Heaven. Okay. Those were mine. Heaven and um, My Bad are are two are two of my favorite songs off the album. But they're still his singing can be a little bit too nondescript at times to where it's he's he's almost doing like mumble singing, you know? Yeah, he, I noticed a lot of like. No, I don't want to say re- reverberation or echo. Yeah. But like he would like sing a line and then it would like echo a line like for two right. bars and then he'd sing again. That kind of got a little too much, which I can see. Right. The, the, the album That's what made it hard has. to pay attention for the entire album. I mean, it's almost an hour, so it's not short. Like, but I, it also doesn't feel like an hour. It just... No, it, it goes by pretty quick. It does go by quick, but at the same time, it's like it makes the songs feel samey when I can't understand the lyrics. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I get I get why he used all the elements. Like I get like the budget's bigger, so you have all these tools to use. Mm-hmm. But sometimes simplicity is everything. Yeah, it might be the better better solution. Which and we need we. I mean, this is not if if you're a, a pop fan, mm-hmm. our review to you is probably bass backwards <laughs> as, as the clean as the clean the moral people would say. <laughs> um, but in hip hop, like we look for. Like, at least us in particular, we look for lyricism. And sometimes that's not a big element in pop. No. So if you're a big pop fan and you're listening to this, you're probably not too pleased. Yeah. Well, if you're, if you are new to Khalid, I think uh, American Teen might be better to go back to. Let's say this. If you enjoyed Khalid, 
uh-huh. and this album. Go back to American go back Teen. to American Teen. Go listen to Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. The whole all Frank Ocean. Yeah, Nostalgia yeah. Ultra and Channel Orange in particular. Channel Orange you can find on Apple. Yeah, and all the streaming services. Yep. Nostalgia Ultra you have to go to like Spinrilla or Datpiff. I think, I think Channel Orange even would be a great uh, similar tone in that they were both kind of coming out around the summer. Yeah. And they both kind of did their job in that sense. But, again, there's not a Forrest Gump on this album. No. You know? Like, there's just nothing that's that big or that monumental, you know? No. And what's sad, when we say it, like, from our standpoint, mm-hmm. Khalid will way out sell Channel Orange. Yeah. But like, the the streams for any song on this album will be way higher than Forrest Gump. Yeah. But to, like, the fan, like, our our side, mm-hmm. is that's huge. Yeah. I, I guess this is not... They're very similar. Like you got to look at, at their age when they were coming up. Mm-hmm. They're both kind of. Frank different. was older. Yeah, Frank was older, but Frank they're both kind of different. They both dress different. Yeah. Um, they're eccentric artists. Yeah. They're a little bit. Uh, I think. I think. What I think Khalid is doing more so is speaking to the youth, whereas I think Frank Ocean is more in that tortured love. Uh, you know. A classic R&B type yeah, of struggle. Frank's a little more cryptic where yes. Khalid is more... Like, it's I mean, very it's direct. direct. Yeah. It's very direct, which which is refreshing in pop music, but it's also n- not yeah, I mean, look, terribly different than what you're going to Frank hear. Ocean has not really done the best on pop charts. The biggest right. Frank Ocean streams and support comes from... Novocaine is probably his... I would say yeah, Novocaine is one of his biggest songs. In, that uh, and um, the... A tornado flew around. Thinking about you. Thinking about you. Yeah. Yeah. But really, I mean, outside of those, he's not done well on the pop charts. Mm -hmm. Channel Orange. And that that may be because he's too hip-hop or too conscious for pop. Do you think Khalid will get a Grammy nod for this album? I know it's very early. Probably. I I, want to talk about that, though. I'm I'm about to look. I think he got a Grammy nod for For American American Teen. I think... I believe that if this uh, this album does the numbers that it's projected to do, that he could potentially get a Grammy nod for it. You know, yeah, because he got, it he is got one on the sixtieth. Okay, he got five nominations. Wow! So he's already gotten them. So he got the nomination for this for album. For, he had a nomination for Logic's one eight hundred song. He had it for best new artist. Best R&B song, Vote for Location. Best Urban Contemporary Album for American Teen. And then Best Music Video for Logic. Okay. Okay. So he's already gotten them. So you, if he, if the, the Grammys keep going the way they are, bet your ass he'll get a nod for this one too. I, I hope so. What I will say about uh, the newer acts, while I personally won't be coming back to this album, I mean, more than likely I won't. Unless I'm with my sister or something and she wants me to play something that we can both listen Enjoy. to. Yeah. You know? Uh, then I'd play it with her. You know, uh, you know what to play next time she says that? What? Let's play Wu-Tang Clan 8 nothing. <laughs> She'd jump out of the car and like in a tuck and roll. Uh, I will say that artists like Khalid and Billie Eilish are very creative and... Oh, do okay. have... Billie Eilish is way more creative. Than yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but... I they're so. both they're both very talented. They're they're both bringing something new to pop in different ways. You know, I would say it's not, the would songs say aren't Eilish all about more. yeah yeah. But Billie Eilish is almost like a Lord type of character. 
Yeah, yeah, I thought like like of her as Lord. Lord was one of them. Sia was another one because you know Sia's real mm -hmm. like secretive about her mm -hmm. personal life. And Billie right. Eilish is also right. She did a she did a hot ones and sneaker shopping, so yeah. she's coming out a little bit more. Um, mind you, they're both really young though. Yeah, and it's amazing to see that kids that are you know seventeen and twenty are putting out albums like this. It yeah. just means that the internet is helping people learn and adapt at this alarming rate. So you never know what's going to happen. What what the pop scene is going to look like ten years from That's now or five years about, from now? Like longevity. So you have all these pop stars that seem to stay relevant. Like you have like mm -hmm. Mariah Carey's, who had like a really prolific run early in their career, kept it for a decade, and mm -hmm. then just slowly tapered out of the scene, but still kind of put out music to stay relevant. Like mm -hmm. look at the longevity that Khalid may have going on. Like how long does he keep making music? Or do these people just fall out of relevancy because now the pool is so much bigger because they started at such a young age? It keeps it keeps the music scene going at that breakneck pace that we're used to seeing now, where you know five albums drop in a day and and you know. All I'm thinking is Hollywood don't have no more room for houses. Yeah. <laughs> where y'all gonna stay? Yeah, I don't know. We're they're gonna have to set up mini little. <laughs> but they're like the opposite. They're all just rich houses. It's what the fire festival should have been, essentially. Oh, crazy. You'll get, you'll get a luxury festival. tent. Um, but no, seriously, like, what? Are they Music is not making as much money nowadays. Remember that. A lot of artists now will say that they're making most of their money on touring. Yeah, and touring endorsements. Yeah, they're not making their money on their albums. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the, the rappers that are really set. Mm -hmm. Granted, their careers were huge, like you have Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, but they also had huge endorsements. Right. Not to mention that they were around in a time when people were buying music, were buying albums, yeah. you know, like Rick Ross and Lil Wayne. Well, this conversation, this conversation is like parallel very much so in sports. Mm -hmm. Like, look at how how much longer players are playing now because of how tech, like how medical technology has grown. Yeah. It's sort of the same thing. Like the internet is discovering these like child prodigies, you could say, yeah. at a young age, blowing them up mm -hmm. just to see where they fall. Right. Also, where, it is the. It could be record labels being predatory too. You know, yeah, just I mean, kind of true. squeezing the juice out of people and then just. I wouldn't know. necessarily say it's, it's capitalism because capitalism is predatory. This predatory. is America, baby. <laughs> they trying to make a dollar. Absolutely. Yeah, we're listening. Yeah. What would you what would you rate the album? I mean, oh, did you get? Uh, oh, we sorry, heard, ladies and gentlemen. We heard that that was uh, his back crack. <laughs> for some of you that may have thought that was flatulence, <laughs> that was a back crack. A shout out to the back crack. Um, well, see, if I judged it the way I judge hip hop albums, where I enjoy every song and don't skip it, it'd be a ten. Okay. But I don't have the pop knowledge to give it a ten. What would you give it though? Off general, just enjoyment. General enjoyment. Seven? Seven? Yeah. I think you would give it an eight. You think I would give it an eight? Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I'll listen to it again. I'll, I'll add the three songs I talked about. Yeah. I would give it I would give it a I would give it a six. Okay. Because for me, it was totally out of my element. It was something that I... That won't take me out of my element. <laughs> That's more in my element. <laughs> but, you know, this album was more out of my element. Khalid was somebody that I heard about but never really gravitated to. So I think this was a overall a positive experience, just one that is good. not something I'm gonna really go it was back. It's good to enough that I listen to the next one for sure. 
Like when I, the new one, like if a new album comes out, I'll listen to it to see the growth. I'll re- I will uh, I'll review it again. No. You know, that's that's the only way I'd really re- listen to Khalid because again, there are just artists who have more to talk about because they're older. Right. Uh, but maybe maybe the next album will be more personal. And I do. I, I don't think so. It's pop. I don't yeah. think he, he really. Cares. But again, R and B and soul. Yeah, and I think, but the people that are making his money is pop, pop the pop scene, and he knows that, and that's you're not going to cater outside of your your wallet. Yeah. Um, maybe he will though, for artistic integrity, and because his wallets are probably going to be pretty full after this album. Yeah. I don't know it. I mean, I think I have a little different outlook because I've seen him live and I kind of have that aspect of <clears throat> if I've seen you live before, like that's a, I, I, I can experience like if I'm with somebody that says, oh man, I saw Avenged Sevenfold live. Like and I don't really listen to them too much anymore, yeah. but I've seen them live at one point. So I have a way to talk to those, those people. I got you. So now like if a new Avenged Sevenfold album comes out, I want to listen to it because I want to see the growth from, from experiencing it. I feel that. Just like when you, I mean, you saw me watch Travis's hit uh, fifty, the not the the halftime show. Yeah, and I I was like super disappointed in it, and I told you like, dude, that's Same. nothing like what he is live. Same. Same. And even with what was the he did another one at the Grammys. Mm-hmm. I said that's nothing compared to what he's gonna be live again because what he is live because that wasn't his setup, you know. So I I don't know I have like a lot I feel like I have more invested if I've seen you live paid money. To you and physically support. But you wouldn't him. have gone if it wasn't Travis Scott. No. No. But the only reason I went to see Kid Cudi was for Logic, logic. and Big That's really, crazy. That really you, Logic. That, yeah. Time. And nobody else was listening back then. Nope. That was at I told, Clemson. I told Jalen and Brian, and like, Logic will be the best performance you will see. And it was the best out of the three. Cuddy's was the Kid shittiest. Kid Cudi was poop. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Wade. You were there, I think. He wasn't I wasn't with us. Wade was there. I'm oh sure. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't that good. Yeah, it's hard when you get Logic out there hyping a the crowd up. Then you get Big Sean out there to hype a crowd out. And this was like right after Finally Famous was had a huge run. Then Hall of Fame and Hall of Fame was successful. Yeah, people like Hall charts. of Fame. You didn't really like it, but but people like Hall of Fame. He had the crowd hype and then ten to ten. Yeah, ten to ten. Uh-huh. Um, he came out. Yeah, that's crazy <laughs> <cringy> now. <laughs> Um, then he then Kid Cudi comes out and tries to do <coughs> match Excuse that me. level of intensity, and it just didn't work. Didn't work, guys. I'm I'm cracking bones and coughing. Hey, if you live in the southeast, you know what pollen's been like. Ew, it's been an wild. issue. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like even it, like yeah, I wouldn't have gone to see Khalid if I mean yeah, if he was in Greenville and I'd, somebody said hey, Khalid tickets are twenty dollars, I would go because I the, like them bitches would not be twenty. No, they wouldn't be twenty dollars. Right. But what I'm saying is, I would not like seek out to go to a Khalid concert. But having known that I've seen it, you'd go. Yeah, you'd go. go again. Yeah. Okay, so you're a fan. Sure, you're a Khalid sure. fan. It's sure. all right. I'm a moderate fan. You're a moderate. It's fan. not a guilty pleasure by any means. I mean, no, I like no. Lil Nas X proudly. Yeah, I like a lot of. Crazy yeah, you guys. have no guilty pleasure, bro. You're proud of what you like, and that's why we do this show. Yeah, you have to. You have to be embarrassable we, to have a guilty pleasure. Hey guys, we have to be proud of what we like. You know, a lot of people said that uh, Logic's newest album was a dud, but I will say I was recommending it to people left and right, despite it being cheesy. And you know, logic is I didn't like the new one. logic's voice is not really made for that style of sound. 
But overall, oh, you were I talking mean, about a supermarket. Yeah, no, yeah. I yeah. really like that. Pretty, yeah. I thought you were talking about. No, no, no. I was talking about supermarket. Yeah, but I liked but it people hated on it, you know, and I and I loved it. I loved it, even though it was a little bit corny, but it was fun. I mean, it is what it is. If you don't yeah. like it, you don't like it. Yep. But let us know what you guys thought of this Khalid album at HLHPO. That's right. We're not stopping the review, but I'm trying to plug the social media more. We need to. Yeah, absolutely. Because we are not are pretty bad about. No, it if sometimes. this is a slippery slope and we're like shouting at our cash apps in a couple weeks, <laughs> feel free to G check us on that. Um, or donate. Yeah, or donate. I should have said that first. Um, no, I mean, you had to. I, I don't know. It's not a guilty pleasure for me. I'll say I like Khalid. Mm-hmm. I'll listen again to the next one. Yep. I I don't think this is this album is inoffensive by any means. I have nothing bad to say about Khalid. If you guys want a, a good summer album, definitely check oh, yeah. it out. It has my recommendation. If you're at a pool and you don't want to keep messing with your phone, this is a good one you can put on shuffle and no, no one's going to be upset by it. I'm sure there's a Khalid Essentials by now. Throw that on. I w- I'm sure that you'd have fun with it. This uh, we've, I've kind of been asking this question throughout the, the last few podcasts, but who would you like to see a feature with him? Yeah. Like hip-hop or outside of hip-hop? I would like to see like maybe either like him and Frank Ocean... Or him and Lana Del Rey, possibly. That would be a very good one. Frank you know, Ocean's too close. That's like hearing a Gunna and Lil Baby album again. <laughs> but I think the the lyric, the playoff of each other yes, could be really if, good. If, if, okay, let's say it this way. If, if Frank wrote it, Frank, yes, album. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Uh, but him and Lana Del Rey even could be potentially really good. I think him and Travis would be very good because they both have a, a strong emphasis on vocals. So um, if you had Travis on a just a because they can both sing well, right? I think that'd be good because they're complementary, but it's different enough where it wouldn't sound samey. You think like I mean, this sounds weird of me to ask for, but you know, um, almost like a love ballad of them too, you know? Yeah, because look, look, no one would have ever ever thought that SZA and Travis would make a good. That's song. that's what I want. Something yeah. like that from uh, Travis and yeah, because Travis, you don't want to hear Tra- like Travis featured on a Khalid. That's a, I think that would be the route I'd want to see it. Travis yeah. on a Khalid album. Not Me too. Khalid on a Travis album. Me too, and that's how I think it would almost have to go. Lana Del Rey is probably the that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, even I mean Maroon Five has reached out to a bunch of new acts. I think that would be a good one. Let's leave Maroon Five. Oh, you're, you're still bitter about the Super Bowl. I'm not bitter about the Super Bowl. They're just they just get rap and R&B. Well, they get uh, let's be, let's keep it about. Don't say don't say blurred. They get black artists. No, no, hang on. They get black artists and like Cardi B was on there. Cardi B was the best part of their song. But then you have like they did songs with Big Sean and ASAP Rocky. They did one I with believe. J. Cole. And J- nobody gives a fuck about any of those songs. My bad. No, not really. Nobody gives a fuck about any of those songs, so I just don't want Maroon Five to, to even get near Khalid. They're on the they're on the victory lap. They're just they've been on the they... victory lap for ten years. Dude. It's working. Yeah. Wow. That Animals album. Yeah. It's working. On you I like that album. They don't really have a miss if you don't listen to the radio. If you listen to the radio, it's ruined for you. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. I'm just I'm not a big fan of them. I prefer. I prefer almost like Panic at the Disco even over okay. them. Um, I don't know if that would be a good. You think about like a Fallout Boy with a uh, Khalid. Khalid has a good sound. He, I think he's. he's I mean, not pop, now. So like our like like old yeah, Fallout Boy. Old Fallout Boy. Crazy. Yeah. Um, 
even if you if you thought about some other like rap feature, a Lil Peep Khalid album or a Khalid song would be good. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You don't like that? No, because Peep's sound is too. He needs to be with other like goth artists almost. It, I think the context would be a Peep album with a Khalid feature. No, no, like it, it would it would be too. That's a little too. Like far American Teen was me. sort of like a sad boy type album. But it, but it's not like but the sound is different. You know, the, those are two different sad boys. One sad boy is like, man, I'm gonna borrow my mom's car and go for a drive. And the other sad boy is like, fuck, I'm gonna pop a shit ton of Xanax and make a song about it. And you know, and just like, hang on, like he sounds fucked up on his songs. I don't know. Like if I if I saw like a posthumous Khalid feature with Lil Peep, I don't think I'd be offended. I'm not listening to that shit. <laughs> if Akeem don't like the collab, it's not happening. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Jesus could collab with Lil Nas X and he wouldn't listen. <laughs> could you imagine that song? Yeah. Jesus needs some clout tokens. Maybe he can hit it. in the back. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I need to stop it right there. <laughs> that could have went south. Oh, God, um, so quick. <laughs> All right. If we have any li- listeners in Israel, they would have subscribed. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so th- I mean, that's how I'd rate it. I don't know. I- I'll listen to the next one. Yep. All right, I'm not, I don't think I follow Khalid on any social media, and I won't. I'll just listen to music when it comes out. Follow him on. It sounds good to me. I don't care too much about what he's doing. Beautiful. It sounds good. It's it's a good pop album. That's right. All right, so uh, we skipped the news at the beginning. We got a little out Fuck, of order. Did we really? Yeah. It's okay, right. so they're still gonna, listening. I think. Yeah, I hope so. So we're gonna. Um, I mean, we pissed off the Christians and the Khalid fans. So whoever <laughs> else is left, I don't think we pissed off the Khalid fans. I think that was a pretty good album review. It overall. was good. That, six and we, we tried to be objective. As six possible. and sevens. Yeah, that's over seven and a half. All sixes and sevens. Tech nine. <laughs> that's the knowledge that's Strange. up here. Strange. <laughs> that's good word association. That's a um, nine. No, let's talk about news for a second. Um, I think I think we we talked a little bit before. I think we are going to review Billie Eilish. Or at least do a small. Well, let's keep that one under wraps, my guy. Oh, we can do that. All right. I, I, listen, you, Hakeem, at the beginning tonight said let's review it, and I said yeah. I haven't listened enough. I've listened to it through twice. I don't feel comfortable talking about it intelligently. It's a, it's kind of a hard album to listen to. I wouldn't have done it. I, I don't think it would have been a good idea to do both because even the Khalid. I mean, it was we we put ourselves we gives our give ourselves very little time sometimes yeah. to listen to these albums. And there's a lot see Khalid is more we looked at it from a sonical like sonic sounding standpoint. Sonical. sonical that was amazing. Is it a word? <laughs> no. It's not. It's not a fucking word. It's a knife. <laughs> it's a word. I don't know. But it, we were looking at it from the sound standpoint. Yes. Yep. With Billy Eilish there's a little bit more to Kind of dive into. Her and her brother did that album together. It was pretty much all them. Also, the production obviously takes a lot more from trap. Yeah, it's very epic. Her, she's she's also another just kind of young prodigy right now. So I really do want to give her album a chance, and a lot of people are are praising it. Yeah, it's very creative for sure. I can say that off from the jump now. Yeah, whether or not I enjoy it, it may be creative. Okay. Uh, but I've only listened to it twice. That's why I said no to reviewing it soon. But I think I think that will come. Um, but it's charting really well. Yeah. It's been on global. It's, she's got several songs in the U.S. top, uh, at least on iTunes. 
she's the the internet's. I mean, she, she blew up out of nowhere. No, no, no. She had For a me, little bit of. I had no idea who she was. I had heard her project. It dropped. I saw the a year or two years ago. I saw the tracks, like the hot tracks on iTunes. So I listened then, and then it felt like how it does with most of these artists that come out overnight. It feels like. Their number you one see them on, on something, and then you see them everywhere. Like I saw her on the hot charts, and then I saw her on sneaker shopping, right? On Snapchat, right? And, and then, then now hot it's just ones yeah, and, and then now she's everywhere. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah, I think she's very creative. I think she may get some hip hop nods and features. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Shout out to her. All right, what's the news? What were we talking uh, about? That was that was one part of the news. Just talking about how she's been it's charting good. really well. Yeah. Um, Jid and Black's collab album is quote almost done. So that one may not be too bad. It's the 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 smaller like the the albums that aren't hyped up seem to do all right. Like even I know the without warning wasn't hyped Keep up. Keep it at short all. too. Yeah, it was short. Without warning was nine tracks. What was the one with Jadakiss? Was it Jadakiss and Fabulous? Yeah, that yeah. Uh, that collab album was good. Uh, Nightmare whether, on Elm Street. Whether you heard it or not, yeah, it, it was, was good. Hang on, um, I got that name wrong. I need to. I need that one also came out the same day as Without Warning, didn't it? Wasn't that a Halloween release? Uh, I thought it was. So that would be good. Their their music's very similar, and Black Black does have some some Dreamville cosign for sure, um, with the features from J Cole. Um, so I think Jid and Black will make a very good album, especially if Jid sticks more to the rapping side. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a very good album. Yes. Um, Friday on Elm Street. Okay. Uh, Nipsey's Victory Lap went back to number two on the Billboard 200, so that's cool. Um, it's give, sad, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, well, see, I don't even think it's sad that his music's going up. I, I I look at that as a good thing. The same way I looked at it with with X and Peep, even though X is kind of done. But it, wrong. isn't it frustrating that that you'll never get to hear more? Oh, it is for us. It is. Yeah. But I'm saying from an objective standpoint, you're looking at it like, look, that's that's more money for Lauren London and those two kids. Absolutely. So I'm ecstatic that the music's blowing up. That's like true. that's like remember all the diehard X fans and and Peep fans were like, oh, y'all want to talk about no. him now when he's dead. That's exactly what we want to do. Yeah. Now instead of two X million is, people loving him, and honestly, now man, four the, million people do. The further removed we are from X, the more people just kind of say, "Oh, he was a shitty guy." You know, I hate that I hear that so much. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear it across all of them. I mean, yeah. you talk about Mac Miller to people outside of rapping, like, well. You know the consequences when messing with drugs. I that's hate true. when people say it's that. It's true to an extent. Like, obviously, Mac Miller had been open about the dangers of drug use. Right. But he I hate when people circle. say that, though. It's just justifying the, the action that happened to him. No, but it's like, those people, you never know what, the, what other people... Everybody has a vice. Everybody has something that they do that they know is bad, but they do it anyways because, like, maybe eating too much. Or maybe you go out and drink a little too often. Or poop on the floor at the library. (laughs) I don't do that. It is lit. He fucking shit the library. But everybody does have a vice. It's just a justification, and it it hurts the fans. What makes me mad, though, is like those people are like, they knew what they were doing. They're going to die. And it's like, motherfucker, you're going to die, too. You can't say that for Nipsey. Like, obviously, he didn't know he he was in a a bad neighborhood. He died. Yeah, man. Um, But the one one He was in front of his own shop. Yeah. Like, with Mac Miller and Peep, it is, like, it is sort of... Because as a fan, like, when I heard that, mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, that's a very Mac Miller way to die. No, I didn't think that. 
I knew he talked about me. drugs, but I just didn't think it was. Well, like you that. were kind of off Twitter. Like he was, yeah. he was still kind of on Twitter, and you could tell. I mean, even in interviews, like I spoke on it a couple episodes ago, you could tell something wasn't right in that mm-hmm. man's head, mm-hmm. as far as just the, the stuff he was going through. Um, Rest in peace to all the legends. But no, it's good. I, 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 people want to get mad. The hipster fans want to get mad. Oh, y'all want to talk about insert artist mm-hmm. here now that they're gone. Like, no, you should. In this era when streaming is so important, and literally every time you click that song, that's money getting wired right to them. Yeah. yeah that's hope. important. Yeah, like, obviously, Lauren London's not hurting for money. No. But. It still helps. It's support. It still helps. It's Absolutely. Support. Absolutely. And Cause it's, great no... that, it's great that people are discovering Nipsey, and it's great that by discovering Nipsey, they may discover a new genre of hip hop that they were not exposed to before and then they find a podcast that they listen to and they go hey man maybe we can right, listen to a rap podcast right, right, a rap podcast <laughs> and then they go what's hooks lines and hip hop Hakeem's about to put on Instagram rip x rip max miller or max miller rip <laughs> Nipsey Hustle, follow HLH. Did you see all the uh did you see uh there were YouTubers who were putting out videos like uh contacting the dead X speaks to me and they were really like when like in the week that he died. For the same reason, every time you watch that cha ching, cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. For them. But yeah, that's not them. even helping fucking no. anybody. Yeah. The internet's weird, man. Yeah. So if if you are interested in Nipsey, definitely go stream. Help that family out. Um, Kid Cudi is to star in a narcotic. Um, I don't know how they worded it. Um, it was like a it's a movie starring our narcotic narrative. Yeah, a narcotic narrative is featuring Kid Cudi, which I think may be good. Is He's he gonna actor. like do coke to get back into character? I don't know. Just be like, I gotta get into character. Just. He's a good actor. He was in that movie Need for Speed. It didn't do well. Was he really? Yeah, but he I mean he was just a small character. Oh, that was the one where they were wearing all the weird suits, right? Yeah, that's the one that Did had, you watch it? That's the one that had uh what's his name? Jesse Pinkman. No, his real name. <laughs> yes, obviously. That is Jesse Pinkman. Aaron Paul is his name. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul was in it. He was one of the main characters, but Keith Cuddy was in it also. I think he was in it for like fifteen minutes. It wasn't offensive by any means. Yeah, but the, no, I mean, like, as a fan of as Cuddy. Like, but he's going like, to be starring in a movie. That might be different. Yeah, but it may be, like, some indie film. I, I didn't read too much into it. Either, either way, I hope it's I'll, an I'll indie still film. watch it if it comes out. I hope it's an indie film. Um, I think he'll have some insight. I don't know. I didn't read too much about it. There wasn't really too much in the no, description, no. so we'll see what comes of it here in the future. Not sure. Um, that's all the news we have with us keeping up with the episodes. Mm. It's been... I want, it's not slower in hip hop by any. We're just, just getting faster because yeah. at one point it was like we couldn't keep up, and now we're at this point where we're like we talked about a good chunk of what's been released so far, which I really like that we've been able to do that. You know. Yeah. But oh, we should talk about the new Schoolboy track that released. Oh, yeah, that's news. We can talk about that. <laughs> Travis really sounded like King or like <laughs> Lil Uzi. It was sad. Really? Did you did you listen to it? I did. I did. I listened to it. Uh, like five or six times, but Schoolboy sounded like Kanye to me on it. He did a little bit. Let me. See. It's so weird to me that that's the hook. It just sounds so much like Chapsticks. Uzi. I didn't hear Uzi too much. I I knew it was Travis. Speaking of Uzi, 
the visuals School by Q has put out for this album though are, has been pretty incredible. Crazy. The visuals on this album are 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 very creative and kind of odd. Um, so we'll see what comes of that. I think this was a swing and a miss though, as far as yeah the the popularity of Num Num Juice. Like to me, that was just a way better track. For sure. Not only that, it was more. It like the Travis feature just feels kind of forced. There wasn't really any chemistry there, you know. Like I no. didn't really feel like they were playing off each other in a clever way. Like, like raw, the, I, I want to hear raw Travis on a schoolboy track. Right, right. Like days before rodeo Travis. We're not gonna get that Travis ever again. We're, I don't know about that. Because he's he's been diverse in the features he gives out, like the one he he did for SZA. So if he thinks you're creative maybe. enough for him to give you a creative verse, we'll see. We'll. See. I hope so. Let's talk about. Since we're done with news, let's talk about what, what you're rocking. All right. So, shout out to Wade. He is going to be an integral part in the What You Rockin' segment. Behind the scenes. Yes. But we want to get him in for an episode eventually. Yes. Um, we spoke to him about it behind the scenes. But, you know, Wade pretty much just gave me a list of sneakers that have been coming out. His reaction to them. I'm going to paraphrase them. As much as I can, and we're gonna pull up pictures of each each shoe and just also give our raw reaction to this. I know the first one on the list, well, like the one that that is attainable for most people, would be the Air Max One Susan. I've right. talked about that I think in the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. That's the one you compared to the station wagon jumping onto a car. Yeah. I mean, onto a shoe. So the the yeah the shoe is like an argyle. It looks it reminds me of an argyle sweater, and it was designed in collaboration with an animation studio named Leica. I'm getting I might get that missed. For their new film, The Missing Link. Um, Phil Knight is part owner and limited production. It's likely high resale is what Wade's saying. Um, it's in, it's the colorways inspired by the main character sweater from the movie. So it, okay. is, it is like that Argyle sweater. That's the one that you, if for those of you that listen frequently, Hakeem said, also said that that's a shoe that you could wear. Like to like a prep school, right, right, yeah, and like, maybe get away with it. Like mom and dad caught you like taking their Xanax, and then they send you to a really rich like <laughs> school, and you're like, "Fuck, I can't believe I have to go here." Is that how you Nikes. made? Is that how you got your sentence to prep school? Was <laughs> taking your parents' Xanax. I've never been I to was prep out school. Like a light. <laughs> the next shoe that we're gonna. So are are you gonna try and cop them? Uh, it may mess up my rent, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it. Well, see, this is the thing. This is how I've been looking at shoe purchases lately. I get a gas check for, through work from like reimbursement for gas, right. and it's it usually hovers like around enough to get like one or two pairs of like the like high end like the sneakers deal like sure. exclusive shoes. So that's what I'm thinking about because um, I do know that I'll have that money definitely at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. So when it does come time to pay my bills, I can actually pay them and not feel feel guilty for having a, a locker full of shoes. Uh, <laughs> literally, yeah, literally, literally guys. a locker full of shoes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to try to cop those tomorrow. They drop at 10. So. I'm down. Yeah. Um, I didn't, thanks to wait, I didn't know they were going to resale high. I, I want to wear them. So yeah. if, if they resale, and I'll watch them. I watched my statics too when I got them. I didn't wear them at first. So I'll definitely watch resale on them. Uh, static resale has gone back up. Which is crazy. Cool. I already got some on them. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> the other drop that we're going to be talking about. <laughs> you played yourself. The other shoe that we're going to be talking about is the Adidas ZX Four Thousand. That's uh, the that 4D. 4D technology, yeah. the carbon colorway. Which I saw. I got to hold in person uh, t- 
two weeks, whatever. It was, what, three weeks ago when I went to Charlotte? Yeah. I got to hold a pair. I didn't ask to try them on because I would have felt like a fuckboy. They look really comfy. They were very, the very dense, like when you push on them. Right. Like more so than boost. Mm-hmm. But you can actually, like you can't, when you hold it up to light, that, that stuff is so, it's woven so tightly, you can't even see light through the shoe. Yeah. The, you know, the 40s is crazy. The retail on these is $350, which I agree with Wade is steep as shit. Um, it is. And if, if they're if they're telling the truth about the logistics of building that shoe, I do know that the reason they have been so high is because they're it's, it's inefficient. What's going to happen, what I think Adidas is doing that nobody's talking about, is Boost pretty much got oversaturated. Oh, they yeah, relied on four, four of the same... Um, Color, well, not the colorways, but just the style of the shoes. And that Boost technology, when it first came out, people loved it. So this 40 is going to be Adidas's... I think that's just Adidas's business strategy is find the newest and latest tech and then build the hype around the tech and then sell that tech and put it in every shoe possible yeah. until they run it to the ground. Um, $350 is bullshit, though. I don't give a fuck what you tell me. Um, I'm not paying three hundred and fifty dollars for. I mean, if I had it, I would. Like, if I, if I had like a like Chad. But Johnson. there's a lot cooler shoes that you could get. Shoes with new tech that's not four D. That if I was the hype beast, that or if we were the hype beast, we are about the expendable income. You yeah, know you'd have a pair. Like, if I had it to just spend. No, like if, no, no. I haven't really been on Adidas like that lately. I think Nike has. I, I honestly haven't really been on Nike either because I haven't been a fan of the. The new 720 style, you know? Yeah. And the, the whole, all that air on the bottom, I'm, I'm not crazy about them. You know, I'm sure I'm I'll get a pair in the future, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, like, obviously there are shoes that I have thought are hideous that I would buy as a hype beast just to have and resell or collect. Okay. So I mean, if I had it, I would buy it, but there's no need to have that. Yeah. Maybe when it gets cheaper in the future, and I the, could see myself And the technology they say it's good for is, is runners. Right. When's the last time I ran a track? Yeah, I don't know. It, I don't either. <laughs> Being honest. Some. All right. They're way Jordan one uh, crimson tint. You want to talk? We're going to talk about two more because I don't want to go through all of these. There are quite a few. Well, the crimson tint aren't even worth talking about. Okay. I don't think they're good looking at all. What about the Air Max One Tokyo Maze? Let's check these out. I haven't seen those. Um, I haven't either. I'm going to pull them up real quick. As as everything there tears to how involved you can get in weight is like, for like lack of a better term, like the, uh, not, you know what I I'm gonna censor myself. We only have to edit what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. deep. He, Wade's real with this shit. He's deep in it. Wade's deep. Thank you, Wade. And this is Those are the wild. Tokyo would... Maze. I like these. It reminds me of Fendi. Immediately when I see that, I think Fendi. Yeah, I really like the. The rainbow laces. I wonder if they're all coming with those because that's very, very, very fucking cool. Yeah, it, it looks like they're all coming with. And that's something laces. if you didn't like, you could always change. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the shoes already flashy as fuck, so why not? Yeah, that's you should go all out. That's definitely something you wear with a white shirt or a black shirt. Like you don't want to go crazy with the rest of your wardrobe. Yeah, and briefly, so it was designed by a resident of Japan as part of a competition for Nike's On Air collection. Um, that's really cool. So some, so just like a, a random dude yeah. designed these. Well, I mean, for all intents and purposes, I mean, outside of the fashion industry, Virgil Abloh is just a normal dude. Let's put some respect on his name. His name is Yuta Takuman. 
That may be the Japanese. Uh, he was the winner of this. Uh, that's of the this Japanese contest. Virgil. We'll see. That's amazing. Great for him. Also, great looking shoe. I, I like ooh, the different I love insoles. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the pattern is reversed. So everywhere where there's white lines on the right shoe, there's black lines on the left shoe. It looks almost like a fingerprint, too, from up top. It does. That's pretty wild. Very awesome. Very, very cool shoe. Those are harder to look at than those blurred vans I've got. Yeah, yeah. Those might fuck with you a little bit. Yeah. If, um, if you are epileptic, probably shouldn't cop that may seem to <laughs> That hurt my eyes. The general some last thing that we're going to talk about for... Look how much better this segment has gone because we've had just... Shout out to Wade, man. Thank you, dude. Um, the, we just had somebody who really did their fucking research. Um, we don't always have... I always just talk about the stuff that yeah, I like. Yeah, stuff that you like, stuff, but, you know, because, you know, we just got everything today. Also, some some general news was that the Yeezy returns to all black for the 350 yep, the triple black is what they were that, to be called online. I saw that. Uh, I understand that it's pretty much just a blatant shout out to the Pirate Blacks. But I want. Well, no, it's it's a shout out to the the first that red the new V two yeah. just the red light writing because it's the same shoe. There's just no writing. It's just I, all black. I like that. I like that too. I like it better than the pirate black. The pirate black had like the little like stitching of gray and and like the little white threads. I mm-hmm. think the solid looks a little bit better. Yeah, and also the last thing would be the uh, there's a glow in the dark three fifty V two that got leaked. Yeah, photos of that. Yeah, I saw that a couple weeks ago. Two weeks ago. That's kind of cool. There was one more that Wade had that I thought was worth talking oh, yeah, about. They, it's the UNC Jordan 1. They're yeah. doing it in a tumbled leather. Yeah. Which I get. This is the only thing I don't like about it. They're doing, I think they're doing it to make it look like an off-white shoe. Same way that the Turbo Green ones looked very similar to the the Jordan 1 that Virgil did. Right. Um, you saw Nike do it. Adidas is obviously doing it with the Yeezy silhouette. Right. They get an outside design. Mm-hmm. It, the the hype around it is so huge. Now they design other shoes. Oh, so the Yeezy is unattainable for you? Well, here's an NMD that looks similar. But I had, I understand I get it. that. Yeah, I get it. But keep it similar. The the UNC Jordan one and the keep the hype. Under. Keep the hype shoes hype. Like keep. Not everybody can can get the the um, the off white collab. So just don't don't try and make them. That's what I'm saying. Don't like, make it like a lower. Knockoff version, almost. It's of the, the same white. criticism that Apple got for the iPhone 5C, the right. plastic iPhone. Everybody yeah. said, "Oh, you're making a cheap iPhone." Yeah, you're bringing in the bums. <laughs> we don't want broke people with iPhones. <laughs> is that pretty much what it is? Just classist. Yeah, it's just a little. I, I don't know. It's fine, but I think, like you said, the shoe was better off without that. It didn't well, need okay, that. Okay, do it in, like, the UNC, like, the, the big hype around UNC shoes, like, the UNC basketball shoes, mm-hmm. are that the basketball players actually wear them. Right. And they always come out in, like, these, like, fresh, like, the, the tumbled leather is made to look like a vintage shoe. Right. So, I, just, I don't know. I just, I like the clean look out of the, the university colors. Right. Right. So, we'll see what they look like when they come out. I'll, I'll be watching for him. Probably not, huh? No. Probably not. You, you, you've voiced your opinion on the ones. <laughs> yep. Oof, excuse me. All right. Anything uh, else? What you been spinning? Obviously, besides Khalid. Khalid, Khalid, Khalid. Nah, I haven't... I have been... Oh, I've, you know what I did? I went back and listened to Rick Ross's Rather You Than Me, and I listened to Surf by Don... That's what I've been listening to. 
you can throw Kawhi on there too. <laughs> Troll me if you want. I've been listening to fucking Rick Ross and I added his essentials. <laughs> What's sad is I don't I don't agree with all of them. Like the Rick Ross essentials, most of them I'd never really liked. Mm. I like Deep Cut Rick Ricky. Deep Cut Ricky Rose. Oh. That album was Gosh. very good. Also, Surf, man, yeah, I think had it that. come out now, it would have been even bigger. Oh, yeah. I think it, I wish, I there needs to be another social experiment album. This, this just clicked. I know I'm way behind. Yeah. Khalid and Chance the Rapper would make a good song. Khalid and the social experiment, even yeah. too. Khalid and even old, uh, yeah, like like New Chance would yeah. be really good. Yeah. Or Two Chains and Wayne. Two Chains, Wayne, and Khalid on one song. That would be cool. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Sorry to jump back. No, no, no. I appreciated that because I agree. That's no. That's Surf a is a dope album. One. If you like live music, like if you like to hear instruments, it was just a lot more. It was interesting the way the features were integrated in. I forgot how they did that, where they didn't and name the features. Them. And also, the album has a really good flow to it. It's very uplifting and inspirational, and it keeps Ooh, that. Are you Tell me, I'm not warm enough for summertime. That's one with J. Cole. That that's such a that's yeah. Is heat. Yeah, it really is. It was I didn't listen to it as much when it came out, so I have more of an appreciation That's an album for Kanye needs to throw some drums on for Sunday service. <laughs> he needs to work with chance more. Some more. I yeah. I want some more chance at Kanye. Um, what about you? What have you been playing? Let's see, so I, I added the Ricky Ricky Essentials playlist. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Essentials. Um, just kind of going back and like rediscovering stuff. I listen to Gucci Man Essentials. Really, he should have an essentials as long as Drake's. Right. Um, one hour and twenty minutes doesn't doesn't capture uh, all of his essence. Um, obviously, listen. Clint and Tupac. No, this is so crazy. Obviously, I'm not saying no as in like I don't like Tupac. Right. Um, this just randomly got added to my phone. I swear. That's beautiful. I added this Johnny Cash song because um, Tabitha was never it, heard it. Was it plugged into your computer ever? Mm-mm. I haven't plugged it into my computer since for three weeks. God, the ghost of Tupac is haunting Jake. Yep, and he added "Picture Me Rolling." I don't know how. <laughs> That's a great I, song. Too. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's one of the bigger tracks. Yeah, I don't know how it got put up there. That's um, awesome. Not to say that I wouldn't. Well, we obviously talked on the last. Well, episode. We were not that. bringing them up. No, nobody no. heard that. Nobody heard that. Okay. No God! <laughs> Did you get backlash? No God! Please no! Don't no. hit that one twice. That this no. clip is long. You don't want to hear Michael Scott on a loop like that. Oh my god. No, don't. Well, no, we were talking about Hollywood Undead. Oh god. I was just going back and listening to old music that I used to listen to. Yeah, like I listened to. No. Add on to that. Like I listened to some Disturbed, Avenged Sevenfold, Three Days Grace, Breaking Benjamin. It was. That time was very odd. It's almost a little cringy, but. Well, Hollywood Undead is definitely crazy. Hollywood Undead. The rest of them are. The rest of them are like, no. the staples. Avenged Sevenfold, especially man. Yeah. R.I.P. Who was the drummer that died? The Rev. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. He was. I mean, throughout rock, regardless of who you like, really ride for the Rev. Aaron is the one who told. Yeah, the Rev was one of the of best drummers of all time. Yeah. Rest in peace. Like him, him, Lars Ulrich will go down as one of them, and then there was one other. What is his name? I don't know. There's like three that are really like the idols in, in rock drummers. Right. Um, that's really been it. I've been listening to... I listen to... I had that Baca album. What do you think? I'm into grime now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! 
Yes. Two plus two is four. It's one less three quick maths. Every day men's on the block. Block trees. That's amazing. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. I tried to listen to Gig's album. I couldn't do it. It wasn't that great. No, it just didn't live up to the. I did. Uh, I did, however, put album. somebody onto Skepta's first album. Good. Skepta's dope. Yeah, for sure. Do you have an uplifting story for us, Jake? Do you have something to leave us with to get us through this long ass week? Ah, man, it is Monday. It is Monday. Even though y'all probably be hearing this Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday um, or Wednesday. Let me think here. Not nothing really has like stood out to me as great. I think the only thing that I would say was getting to see that there were so many people that listened to us. Oh, most definitely. That was good. That was fuel, man. And it would be fun one day to do something local. And if we ever got big enough to meet everybody, that would yeah, be that really would cool, well. too. Um, no, that, that's definitely uplifting. For sure. That means, that just tells you guys, we've been doing this for two years. And at one point, I mean, we were only getting like... Shit, don't know. Stop. We were getting like 10 views a video, you know? Yep, and we still did it. Yeah, um, and it was that keep keep going, and it got us... You know how long it takes to upload an hour-long video to YouTube? <laughs> Too long. Jake, man, he he helped. That I think YouTube wasn't for us, huh? No, we would have... I mean, I think that we probably have the personality to have a YouTube, but you have to have like... A lot more... We need more budget on the video end. Yes, for yeah. sure. Because to compete with the people like, which Fantano does a lot of like meme type stuff. Like he yeah. just has his own little lane of like yeah. weird shit he does. Right. But all the other hip hop channels like that are streamed a lot have very good. Dead and hip hop. Yeah. You know, I mean, even job. even the like Breakfast Club interviews yeah. are are put together really well. They have different camera angles, so yeah. you're not just looking like directly Sh- at them. Shout out to Sean C too. I love his his YouTube channel. If you guys haven't heard of him, check him out. He's yeah, we, awesome. that, that's something that, that if if this became a career or we started like earning money, that would yeah. be something that could come. I think. Yeah. I think we looked at it backwards. I yeah, I agree with you. I think right now, since we're, since we're just building and you know people are getting to know us, it's great. Seeing more people listening. Oh, yeah. However, I do hope you guys continue to listen and we do get to a point where we we are able to spend more money on uh, production. And, and the, the industry sort of changed, too. Like, when we started yeah. all this, like, no one was really, like, talking about podcasts. Nah. Like, the people that were reviewing albums were, like, the Fantanos, No Jumper, stuff like that. And they had their established YouTube channel. But mm-hmm. there was nobody really doing podcasts. And now that podcasts have exploded, thank you yeah. to Ron Burgundy. Yeah, I mean, you know, Adam Twenty Two, his no jumper. I mean that that podcast was the only one I really knew that was like a hip hop show, but it wasn't like us like we're reviewing music. You know? I hear so many podcast episode like commercials on the radio now. Right, like everybody's talking about podcasts, so I think that has helped too a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool, and I love the medium. I, 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 you know, Jake and I, we started doing this as just. Something you know, something fun because he and I bonded over over rap music. You know, that's how yeah, we was, became friends. It was actually sort of Brian. He was like, "Man, all y'all talk about his music." Because at the time, <laughs> Brian was like known for only listening to ONIFC, the Wiz Khalifa album. Um, he listened to like the same music just over and over. It was that over. album. Yeah. It was that album. That was it. Yeah. So he was like, he'd get like salty when we'd go out to do something, and it was just me and Hakeem talking about music that yeah. it was like obscure to him, which I understand. He was like, y'all just, he said, why don't y'all just have a? He said something like, I have a podcast or <laughs> do, do a YouTube channel. And we were like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, and part of it too, like, we got to a point in life where you 
like was in, if we did this in high school, it would have been kind of hard. Yeah. Because obviously your parents are riding you. Like would have been home. very cr- cringier too. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but no, we have sort of the resources now to do it. Yeah. And the jobs that sort of support it. Now we're working career type jobs, so it's not fast food or yeah whatever anymore. Shout out to people that work fast food though. Yep. Y'all are awesome. I might go to McDonald's after. You're this. the real MVP. Yeah. As Kevin Durant's mom would say. Or Kevin Durant would say to his mom. Gang gang. That's it. That's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let us know what you guys want us to review next. If you all have any suggestions in mind, hopefully Eternal Atake is coming out. Hopefully there's new Uzi soon. But that's all I want to fucking talk about. I love you guys. I hope you all have a good night. Bye. It's not coming. Bye. It's not coming out. Bye. It's not. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see you